welcome to Innate Express Podcast. I'm Haig John, chiropractor in Melbourne, Florida. Our mission is to ground you in service and inspire you to serve at your very best. Let's get started. Some people might get upset, you know, that uh, I might be using this reference, but, you know, we talk about the Jews and, you know, leaving Egypt the parting of the Red Sea and you know as a history lesson that's important but as a lesson for ourselves they were running from persecution from slavery from um, you know fear anxiety whatever it might be all of the negative stuff that we run into in life all the outside world that we don't claim as ourself right that's a big deal they said that's it we're out of here, we're gone. And all of these armies, you know, you know, trying to keep them where they were at all costs. Same thing, we hang on to a lot of this garbage through our lives, and as we run front from them, we seem to run into, you know, insurmountable barriers. When we have this faith in ourselves and true courage for ourselves, there is no obstacle. Jesus said, everything I could do, you can do better. He asked the apostles to walk on water. When he walked on water, sure, you can do it. It's their lack of faith that kept them from doing it. They fell in the water. That faith in ourselves, that courage in ourselves. Um, there, there have been readings and, you know, of you know, many of the people walked into the Red Sea up to their necks before the sea parted. I've heard that story multiple times. Right? It's, I don't care. I have faith. Whatever will be is meant to be. I am gone. And I would rather be dead than not live my true self. That is a level of courage. It's a level of faith in me. Whatever it might be, I am going. We talked about the other day, I ain't going down no more, Sid Williams used to say when he was alive and his wife just passed. God bless her and him. That fear and the anxiety and all these things we're running from, right? We can either say, okay, I'm not going to run anymore. I'm going to accept it. I'm going to allow my, whatever it might be, I'm going to just adapt to, assimilate to this group. I'm going to give up my ideals. I'm going to say, okay, and, uh, you know, just allow myself to be this way. Or we could stand up for ourselves and we can move forward. I just, did a little seminar. I say little. It was an awesome seminar. Um, I just did it, it within, you know, in a day. It was five hours. I did a short one, I should say. Um, and I compacted a two-day seminar into five hours, which was intense, actually. <laughs> but that was the time we had. That's the time that I could, we all could do together. We all went to uh, dinner afterwards before my second meeting in the evening. And uh, we talked about courage. And what is it about people out here in, uh, in the world and making changes in their lives? Can't they see it? Isn't it obvious? To me, it's obvious because I've been working in this world for a long time. I can see under the dirt under the rug, you know? I've been there. I know how to look for it, and it seems very obvious to me. When f people first get their awareness of things... There's that fear of, is this real? Is it right? I've heard so much of the other side. 
because a lot of it is taking courage away from me that I am not able to heal myself. My body is in fear. I can't live without chemical influences in life. They're talking about adding not only fluoride to the water, but lithium to the water, okay? My father was a psychiatrist in New York City at Wards Island for, this was like, they have wards for the criminally insane there. They have the walking bridges and driving bridges couldn't raise up so nobody can escape. I mean, it's a heavy duty place, this place. They give those people lithium, right? To knock you out. It's stuff is heavy duty stuff, right? And they're talking about adding it to our water. So, and you know, that takes people to say, okay, all right, yeah, I'd rather be sedated because then I can't see the real world. Plato wrote a, the allegory of the cave. Have you ever heard of that? The allegory of the cave, now this might sound very strange, okay? You raise a child chained or, or you know, only able to see the reflections of figures. There's a fire behind him and see the, ref, the reflection of a figures in front of him. And that's all the child sees as the real world. This is reality to me. That's all I can see. That's the real world for me. And I'm making the long story short, and it's not even very long, actually. When that child breaks free and runs out of the cave and sees the real world, isn't necessarily easy to... They say that they would, that person would kill themselves or not able, be able to handle it. And when we're talking in these ways very often, we're you know, lowering the veil. We're showing the reality. We're giving people the real world. And there is a lot more of that going on now. Like... You know, not saying you'd vaccinate your child, you wouldn't vaccinate your child 25 years ago would be very, very normal. In the past 25 years, it has, there's been a lot of propaganda, which means advertising to say that's a terrible way to think. To now the generation that has been given that propaganda would say, I wouldn't imagine not vaccinating my child. Then now the people that have said no and the voices are getting stronger, so there is there are two sides now. People know that there is something else. So, and, and there's that in many other ways of, you know, reading labels and, you know, the company wouldn't get, feed us food that wouldn't be healthy for us. They wouldn't want that for us. The FDA wouldn't let that happen. And we know now that is absolute, I mean, complete fiction. They do not care how long you live. They only care that you're addicted to their product and corporations running, you know, the federal government, it's just obvious now. Most people can see it's just, you know, huge donations by the Merck company to open their corporate headquarters in New York right after they, they announced that right after having forced vaccines in New York, right? It is just absolutely obvious. If you can't see it, eventually you may. So, same thing with our health of giving confidence. My father and I, we were, you know, we were in Manhattan. We were washing his, uh, we went to the laundromat, okay? There are no laundry, he didn't have a, a washer and dryer in his apartment, so we're down at the laundromat. And we're talking, and a commercial comes on for, I hate to even, you know, you know, market drugs, but it was for Motrin and giving it to your child to lower their fever. My father's, you know, a medical doctor trained in London. And uh, he said, that is the most disgusting commercial I have ever heard in my life. He never watched TV. 
he heard that commercial, he said, I cannot believe they're putting that on the television for people to hear. That is wretched. He knows a child, child's fever is extremely important for their health. It is, a, it is part of our innate intelligence how it functions to heal disease or virus and bacteria in the body. Bacteria and virus do not multiply at these high temperatures. If you lower the temperature, the bacteria and virus multiply as they would normally, and the immune system actually has to work much harder, right? So the fever is a very important thing. I worked, um, I was like second generation after there was an AIDS research at, at Life University, and I saw the, a lot of the people that were on this program. And with full-blown AIDS, the last bit of their immune system that functioned was fever. They were all boiling hot because the rest of their immune system wasn't functioning. They weren't making T cells or antibodies. The adjustments helped them tremendously. It was actually amazing, absolutely amazing. But the fever was the important part of their health. It was the last thing that they had. So this courage or faith in the body, that's what we're missing. And that's what we have to encourage in other people. Having the courage to try something new in life, to step out of where we are, to step farther and think bigger than what we've been told we are even. So that programming over and over again, we think the I am is this limited thing. Um, what's his name? Tony Robbins wrote a book, The Giant, I think it's The Giant Within. And uh, I, I've only read the cover. My wife read the book, but I read the cover and I get it. Because in reality, chiropractic philosophy goes through a, a, a absolute abundance philosophy. Everything Tony Robbins and all these other people have been talking about for what forever, B.J. Palmer was talking about decades before. before. We're going to read a little bit of that later. So understanding these things, the, uh, the philosophy of lack is rampant, especially in the United States adding lithium to our water. I mean, don't we have faith in our population that they are powerful enough to make decisions or do we want to suppress them so much that they don't see the real world? That's really what it is. So this morning, um, we're going to go into reading a green book in just a moment. But that was exactly what we were think what I've been thinking of lately of the parting of the Red Sea is a, you know, uh, what do you call that, like a, a synonym, synonym or an analogy really of our faith in ourselves, how powerful it is. I've related that in other ways in chiropractic, in the two hemispheres of the brain, the Red Sea, the centers being the corpus callosum, that's the center of the brain that connects the two halves. As we pass through there, as we pass through there to the promised land, right, what is that is really the desert. What is the desert really is there's less stimulation. There's less of the outside world. We have to have much more faith in ourselves to live in a desert. Imagine what that takes, the confidence and knowing what I'm doing to live on a glacier and eat seals, right? That's a desert. To live in the sand in the desert. But also in ourselves, sometimes when we're making decisions, we're all alone in that. It might even be in, you know, a, within a family or within a group of friends that we might be the one, one outsider making a different decision than the others. 
and being a chiropractor making decisions on my family's health, that's very often the way. We have families now that decided not to vaccinate their children anymore, which is absolutely amazing to me. And not necessarily judging us, some of them give us a few weird looks like, that's a little strange, you're not vaccinating your child. It's like, you know, you can't have a genetic epidemic and they're calling these things epidemics now. And, you know, a genetic epidemic doesn't make sense in any way. Autism, having an epidemic this way, there is a problem. It has, the grand experiment is a failure. They've said children are gonna live a shorter lifetime, lifetime, lifespan than their parents. And that's the first time ever in human history that's gonna happen. There has been no revolt over that. So just giving a little bit of light to people and saying, look at the experiment that has gone on out there. It hasn't worked by adding more chemistry in bodies. People are gonna live shorter and sicker in their lives. The television shows and movies out there are about sickness and disease and accepting it, right? Your parents going to pass away from this disease or your children are gonna end up sick. You might as well start desensitizing people about that. And that's actually happening now. So as we start transitioning now, from there's two schools of thought of having confidence in this life, in this body, and not. So we have to stand strong in our ideals. We have armies chasing us. We have, you know, roads that don't seem passable that we have to have a leap of faith to go through. We come to a desert and we might be alone or a few people with us that have the same beliefs to get to where? The promised land. And that is one place. The kingdom of heaven is within. Looking within ourselves and having that power within ourselves at every moment. This past week has been, you know, kids going back to school, all kinds of this craziness. This week, I think, not I think, I know I am more grounded. So if I am more grounded, the, the people around us are more grounded. I am grounded today. How does that feel for everyone? Good? Good. Good.